this fucking guy didn't even take everything. <laughs> like, all they did, they took, like, I think they took, like, $3 of other change and an aux cord and just made a mess of my car. And I'm like, this fucking dick didn't even take all my money. Yeah, this, there's nothing in here. I was like, yeah, maybe Chris, you probably do this. <laughs> oh, this is a little better one I got. Damn, birds, are you, are you here? Boom. That was good. All right, uh, we should jam sometime. Caleb Craig and guitar aficionado Jonathan Gould. It's not buddy. Jonathan. Is it John? Is it Jonathan or it's, is it just John? It's it's just John, and that's one of the oh, that's one shit. of the Caleb. things. See, that's one of the Dude. things, Caleb. I'm just gonna let you Caleb, know right you now. You fucked up. You didn't Dude, do your research okay. on our guest. No, that's okay. Well, it, it irks me. <laughs> well, in what in what world? Okay, well, John, I'm on your Instagram right now because that's just what I do. Cause of course, I'm, I'm a seasoned. He's podcast, our resident Jamie uh, host here on this podcast now, and uh, you should definitely put that. Okay, actually, two things are wrong with your Instagram bio right now. Oh no! You should definitely have it's just John. Okay, yeah. And yeah, also, sure. you haven't even updated the fucking band that you're in. You haven't even updated the the newest single that you, you don't have, have your own band on your Instagram bio. No, he yeah he I does do. Do he I does not? he does. So it says it says guitarist for Sneaker Club, right? Yeah. Okay. But then it says check out it says check out song for Tom oh, now, and then the link guilty. goes to oh, song that, for Tom. I actually guilty. noticed that a not, few days ago. <laughs> which is not the most recent. And nobody club let me song. know. John, some friends I John, have. That's such a that's oh, it's a Jonathan our, move, it's, right? It's there. our responsibility to let you update your Instagram <laughs> yeah. bio, huh? Dude, it's you, the fans. You post that need like to tell every you. couple days. You should be on that. I really man. should it's, be geez. on that, man. Uh, you know, that's uh, on, guilty man. as charged, dude. Guilty as charged. <laughs> All right, well, yeah. we'll stop busting your balls about it then. So let's. Yeah, let's, that was let's, also just you know me. What? We'll let you. I was I was overcorrecting for fucking up your. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I didn't know that. Since you clearly haven't plugged your own single on your Instagram, what is the newest yeah. release <laughs> the newest Sneaker release Club. from Sneaker Club it's uh titled Where We Land and okay. it's uh nice it's a great Go track uh, I didn't know that at all because I don't I I saw on your Instagram <laughs> that the newest song is, is song for Tom <laughs> so I didn't know that at all thank you, you know, for enlightening me <laughs> also hey, no to problem. be fair to me I didn't know that people were just called John I really? didn't know that that was what I didn't what? know, like, like on your birth certificate, it would have just said John. That's like saying you didn't know that people were just named Caleb. It's like there has no, to be. No, no, like no, 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 no. Like no, every it's not. name is no, just it's not. No. No, it, no, it's not. Because John is generally a short form for Jonathan. Not yeah. when it has an H in there. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's true. Uh, that's like, dude, I, I had a person come Actually, up to me once, and they were, they were like, is your name Craig or, like, Craigery? And I was like, how many fucking Craigeries <laughs> have you ever met? Are you fucking that's, high? That's stupid. That's stupid. Yeah. Dude, or, like, I got, a, not, I, I, got a, I got a Craigison once. Craigison. Well, I call you Craig, Craigery just because... Just because I'm trying Craigeries, to be funny. Yeah, yeah, it's a joke, right? But, like, you don't actually think my name's Craigery. No. Like, I've had okay, like, I have drunk girls well, at the bar, and they're, like, they're like, now, what's your name, Craigery? And I'm like, what do you fucking think? Like, are you <laughs> seriously? <laughs> to be fair, yeah, they I were drunk. Then. My brother's name is Zach, or he goes by Zach. Absolutely. Now, would yeah. you assume... That it's Zachary? No. Or would you assume that it's no just one Zach? named Zach is is just named Zach? Yeah, I, I, w- <laughs> okay. I, I That's would. That's where I'm coming from. Yeah, with, with that, the John thing. Yeah, but. John, I, I, with the H, I think that that's the difference maker, because okay, because well. if you look at the word Jonathan and there's an H there, you know those words that look like they're wrong, 
Yeah. Yes. It's like, it's that's one of them. Like, if it's Jonathan, it's just J O N. Then your name's J O N. Yeah. And when, I, when I see someone that says my name's John and it's just J O N, I'm like, no, your name's not John, dude. Your name's Jonathan. For exactly. sure. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't know, man. I don't know about this. But, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll maybe move on to a more interesting conversation. Hot topic. Yeah. Hot, hot topic. topic. Yeah. My <laughs> name. <laughs> Continue anyway, forward. most basic name on do the it. planet. So you're home in uh, in Barrie right now, then? Eh? Barrie, Ontario. That's where I am. In nice, my, dude. My bedroom. Dude, my uncle lives there. Do you know him? Do you know my uncle? I, <laughs> he fucking lives in Barrie. You know, it's it's a small town, uh, but but no, I don't. Honestly, dude, he actually my my uncle actually rips a guitar. He's like pretty much the reason that I do music okay so like you guys should totally jam what's his man. name you want me to hook that jam up uh dude down <laughs> he doesn't even play in a band or anything yeah <laughs> dude he he fucking crushes it man he's got this fucking uh he has this andy summers uh telecaster Ooh. and it's fucking dope it has a single coil and a humbucker in it Buddy. and it's fucking I'm in. It rips man humbucker it in rips. the neck like neck yeah. pickup humbucker uh yeah, I think so. That's that's oh, the yeah, that's, that's the, the Keith Richards you want, man. You want that? You want the classic Telecaster bridge pickup? That's the I, Keith I'm Richards. I'm a sucker for the the lipstick in the neck though. I I mm, can't go. I, see, I'm not. I I'm not a I'm not a big fan. Honestly, really? I think I think I, every I'm telly not huge on the sound. I think that it's like it's the staple look for the Telecaster. Ev- every telly should have a, a Gibson humbucker in the neck. Every single one. That's Keith a hot Richards, take. man. Keith Richards. Yeah, I know Keith Richards. <laughs> or you know, two, humbuckers. two humbuckers. Two humbuckers. <laughs> I think I've got a, him back here. There he is, Beck. right there. There's Keith Richards <laughs> chilling right there. But you know what I don't see? Fucking humbucker Telecaster in his hand. Right <laughs> well, that's that's. <laughs> he's got he's got some regular ones. He's got that butterscotch one. I'm sure he's got, the, got a few the, the lipstick. I do. Yeah, it has to be butterscotch too. That's that's the Tele color for yeah, me. Yeah, that's the look. I've been building a, a Telecaster recently, and oh. it's downstairs. Otherwise, I'd put it on the camera. Okay. But it's like it's like the classic Bob Dylan black telecaster with the maple neck. Oh and nice. It's looking pretty it's nice. looking pretty good so far. Nice. I'm working on it. My buddy my buddy uh he he's the one that actually told me about uh music industry arts. Uh his name's Logan Schmidt. Uh so I met him playing in a cover band in Barrie and he just built a telly using wood from his property, like from his backyard. And so it's okay. this like sick like ash body, and it's uh it's, I, I guess it's butterscotch. It's more like translucent, like or not translucent. Yeah, translucent. That's the word, right? When you can see through the finish. Mm. But it's like it's yeah, just yeah. like a wood a wood finish, nice grain and everything, and it's a yeah. beauty. Yeah, I'm like, I'm a sucker a for the natural finish. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Very Hell cool. Yeah. Right on. Caleb, what's yeah. your what's your taste for guitars? What's your what's your ideal Dude, paint job? You know, I've been recently uh, thinking about this. I'm glad we're talking to John tonight because I've just recently started playing guitar again, like more seriously. Oh, that's awesome! And I'm thinking I yeah. I, I need to buy a new guitar. Okay. Because I've had my acoustic and my electric that I have I've had for like ten years. Okay. Yeah. I've never bought new yeah. shit. Kind of like your and starter like, so like my electric, guitar, right? Yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, the amp that I have, which I like, can't even fucking use here, it, like, I haven't... That, again, is, like, 10 years old, and oh, it's okay. fucking, like, broken. <laughs> well, so that, I man, have... Like, uh, I gotta yeah. say, though, like, right now, 
it's it's never been a better time to be a guitar player because cheap guitars That's are true. good. Oh, for sure. You can just sit at home and just fucking yeah. play until your fingers hurt. Well, like like I did absolutely. last night. Inexpensive, affordable yeah. gear is good. Like, yeah, it's oh, really sure. good. I bought I had a a Squire Classic Vibe Tele, uh, that was butterscotch, and I mm. I bought that guitar. It was like the first like big purchase I made when I got. Uh, my first job in high school and it was like like brand new i think it was like 500 bucks like it wasn't that expensive but i played that guitar in bars and i played it for years like i only recently sold it because i just i just ended up not playing it i had a couple other guitars but for the money i mean you can't beat it and i would still like if i was looking for it i I bought it because i'd never owned a telly before and i wanted to like see what it was like and so mm-hmm. for first, you know, I, I'm, I was looking at getting a jazz master. Uh, Ew. Yeah. Really? Well, they're kind of cool. Like <laughs> if I was going to get one, I would get like a classic vibe. Cause I, I wouldn't want to like drop a whole bunch of money on one. I think they're confusing. Yeah. Well the, yeah, but, it's the, there's, I have a lot of bees to the jazz master. I'll, I'll, I'm going to spill the tea. I my, think it looks kind of cool, but well, it looks cool. But so yeah, the, the pickup switches are a mess. The bridges are bad. They're just bad. The bridges are bad, yeah. And, and the vibrato, yeah. like the fucking tremolo on it, is just so garbage. Like, it doesn't work. No, it goes out of tune. Well, I mean... it. Well, it goes out, and also it's like it's fucking in the body almost. Like, it's not... See, see now I figured out the switching on the Jazzmaster. So, yeah. y- you, know, you know that weird little tiny black switch that it has? Yeah. Like the one that confuses everybody. If you, if it's in, I think it's, if it's in the up position, it's off, which means that you just use like the normal volume. No, no, no. You just use the normal volume and tone and the three-way like it's any like telly or, you know, anything with a three-way and a volume. But okay. when it's switched down. It's already too much for me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> when it's switched down, it adds like, because in the fifties, uh, that like jazz was a big thing the jazz master that's why it's called that so w- when the switch is down it's basically like a high end roll off and it just makes it sound like a jazz guitar like you know you mean like clean. a fucking rhythm pickup yeah but like, like with the tone <laughs> the one thing you could just switch on <laughs> with, already yeah, there yeah 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 but it's one switch and it rolls the tone all the way off so it's really like yeah, muffly but you, and jazz i've got a sounding. fucking tone knob it's yeah. just I don't know. I think it's too much. It's it, like overcomplicating it. It is. I I think the body is the cool part. I think they look like, yeah. Usually, I think they're cool the, usually they have the big headstock too, right? That's Yeah. I like the big headstock too. But it, like the pickup configuration, it's just like it's just two humbuckers and you've just got more switches to deal with. Like buy I only, less ball. I only like the big headstock on fenders when it's reversed like Jimi Hendrix. I feel like that's the only okay. way I'd that's play fair. one. That's pretty fair. Jimi Hendrix I is the, the only guy that looks cool with a with a big headstock. That is a hot take because I don't believe that. I don't I, think that's true. Well, name another guy. That Richie Blackmore. <laughs> Richie Blackmore didn't look as cool as Jimi Hendrix, though. Not even close. Oh fuck off. Well, yeah, he's pretty dorky looking. <laughs> yeah, he's got he that mustache though. He's got the mustache, and that's iconic. I mean. But he has the big yeah. headstock, and he looks cool. Actually, I was going to – because I was going to say this this conversation is very It Might Get Loud, which is going to be my video recommendation for the, the day. This is a very okay. premature I've, I've <laughs> seen video that. recommendation. It's one of my favorite but, movies, uh, But I think the, the Edge 
is a very uncool guitar player, but the big, <laughs> I think the he big looks, headstock. The funniest thing is, I really think he looks lame. cooler now than he did like when he, he was looks way cooler now than when he had that really awkward like feathered long hair. Oh yeah, yeah, fucking, it's I, He's he's like that one guy that I would call haircut every time I saw him. <laughs> yeah, like Joshua like, what's, Tree. What's going on? <laughs> What's going yeah. on, haircut? But uh, yeah. fucking, you would he's, call him he's like he's That's another funny. guy that I think looks way cooler when he's playing a big a big headstock strat. I think. Yeah. Okay. That's but, fair. So funny funny story is you like that reversed uh, big headstock on yes. the Jimmy strats. I owned a big headstock Jimmy strat with a reverse neck on it. No. And uh, and Danny from Three Step Snake now owns that strat. Oh, that was the whole. Nice. That was That's how you got my, the Ricky. That's that's how I got my Rickenbacker. Yeah. Right. Okay. As I, that is, I trade by the that. way, the coolest bass ever. Is yeah, I know it is. It looks I know so it cool. Is. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. It's a very. You know what cool the most bass. annoying thing in the world is? Is having like being at a show where like Craig's just played bass, and then you're just hanging out after he's on stage. And then just having people interrupt your conversation with him and being like, "Hey, oh, uh, dude, that's such that's a really nice Rick you got there. How long have you had that?" <laughs> yeah, Which has yeah. happened to me uh, so it's, many it's times. Like, <laughs> it happens every show. It's like whenever Craig's fail. playing a show, every bass player in London is there to look at his. They flock. Oh, yeah, man. they flock to me. And you know what the hey, funny man, part uh, is? I'm is like, I'm like, like not even a good want? bass player. I'm like, I'm like the least <laughs> talented bassist in London. I'm oh, a guitar player first. Yeah, I'm like the I'm a guitar player first. I'm a guitar player first, right? So then when these people that play bass come up and they're like like their finger style, they know fucking major scales, which I don't. You know, it's like they'll they'll come up and they'll just be like, "You have like the nicest bass," and I'm like, "Yeah, but like you should be playing it." You know, like <laughs> yeah. realistic, yeah. realistically, yeah, it's yours because they're like they're like, go. "Oh, I play a P bass," and I'm like, "Oh man, I really want a P bass." So like, fuck off, you own a Rickenbacker, and I'm like, "Yeah, but I I had to sell my soul to buy that fucking." <laughs> That fucking bass. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's proof that if you just look the part, you know, you'll you'll get through life. I have a Gibson yeah. Les Paul you know. that I'm very uh, yeah, I'm yeah. very lucky to own that. Yeah. That's, the Les that's Paul's my, another compliment getter. That's my See, I have favorite guitar, ever. My uh, I only I have a Epiphone Les Paul, and I fucking and man, don't those like are great. <laughs> they're actually like for the money, mine, they're great guitars. Mine, well, also. I don't know how to like, I don't know anything about upkeep on guitar and like, I can't keep the thing in tune and oh, like, okay. it doesn't sound very good That's the in tuners, like a lower man. tuning. That's the tuner. Yeah. So yeah, I'm well, going to start doing some research cause I've decided I'm going to buy a new guitar. I find the, I just don't I, know what I want. I find the nuts on those guitars are, aren't very cut. Like that, they're not cut very nicely from the factory and that, that causes a lot of tuning problems cause it, they, they come with like right. Grover yeah. tuners. It's on the it. neck. Which it's are good. the neck. The body, you can fucking have a two by four as a body. I don't give a shit. It's the neck is the, yeah, the for key sure. determining factor. But, uh, uh, yeah, what was I going to say? Caleb, buy a Telecaster. It's the best overall yeah. sound. Actually, so hang on. I meant to say this <laughs> on a previous podcast. So you're a huge Kiss fan, as am I. And Ace yeah. Freely recently sure. said, because I'm building a Telecaster right now, and, and I had a friend of mine. Drew, who was recording uh, downstairs earlier today, he uh, he was saying, "Why are you building a Telecaster? You're like, uh, I love SGs. That's like my favorite guitar." Oh man! And he was, and he, he was like, SGs. "Why are you building it? Why are you building a, a Telecaster? You know, like that's not doesn't seem like it's your easy. kind of thing." 
Well, because it's the most versatile instrument, right? Like Jimmy Page it was and the Ace first. Frehley on on every is the first electric guitar. Yeah, but the first solid when, body when, electric guitar. Yeah, but when um, when Ace Frehley and Jimmy Page went in the studio, every time they would use a Telecaster. Man. So Ace Frehley, who everyone thinks he's a Les Paul guy, there's he's, no uh, he Les actually Paul. is using Telecasters. Yeah, there's no Les Paul at all on the first Zeppelin album. At all, yeah. or or on or on Kiss albums. Apparently, he was using a Telecaster. The you can whole tell time. it's bright, like bright, and it, it pokes. But out. it sounds like mm-hmm. a Les Paul to me. You, you, that's a, that's that's the thing is you can make a Telecaster sound like a Les Paul. They're fat sounding guitars Paul. for sure. You can't make a Les Paul sound like a Telecaster. No, Les Paul. Ah, man, I just I love Les Pauls. That's why, like, well, they're they're the best live. Really, yeah. Like all, I own a Les Paul because every. One I love played a Les Paul, you know what I mean? Jimmy Page yeah. is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. totally. And yeah. I, yeah, it was just the guitar I always wanted. And I, I would go to stores and play them, and they none of them ever felt right. Like, they, it always, like, I don't know, the body shape, just it didn't wasn't comfortable for me. But right. for some reason, man, this one is just unbelievable. I've yeah. never picked up another Les my- Paul that connected with me as much as this one did well yeah so i was gonna say what's i'm sure everyone has this story do you have like your your music store um love at first sight story um i remember i so i think there's a you if you creep my facebook very deep like this is this is like i think i was like in grade i don't know like eight or something i went to my local music store they had uh, actually, the first one I really fell in love with was an Epiphone Les Paul, believe it or not. And, mm. uh, yeah, I loved that guitar, and I just, I always wanted to buy one. And then all the other ones I tried after that were never as good. And even Gibsons, like, I, I would play, like, $3,000 Les Paul standards, and they were never, like, I was like, ah, oh, man, I just, I want to love this guitar, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, years went by, whatever, um... I started working a job. I think this was kind of in between. I guess it was in between first year and second year. So the summer in between there, I started working a job. I was making good money, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I wanna, I wanna find my, my Gibson Les Paul. So I, you know, I looked all around, went to stores, tried a few in Kijiji, and like they were just never, they were just never what I wanted, until this one man. I don't know. I don't know why, but I I, uh, I think the guy lived in like Orangeville or something. So I drove down there. I had the oh, cash. You made a trek. To get I made it. I made a trek. I made a trek, and I brought okay. my brought my amp, <laughs> and I had it set up in the, his like garage or whatever. And I was played this guitar, and it had. I haven't changed anything to it, except I put a, uh, I put like an aged pickup cover on the neck pickup because I love Jimmy Page, and that's just what his looks nice. like. I think it looks yeah. cool, but it has Seymour Duncan slash pickups in it. Another one of my favorite players. Oh man! And yeah, yeah. I always loved his neck pickup sound because it was brighter and it sounded more like a single coil than a humbucker. So right. I, I immediately loved this guitar. Like, but it, it was the feel of it. I don't know what it was. It was. It's uh. It's not chambered at all, but it doesn't mm. weigh fifteen pounds. Like it weighs like I think it's like eight and a half. So it's right in the sweet spot, and the the color like it's this like tobacco sunburst that I just didn't see around, and it looks like Dwayne Allman's Les Paul. Oh hell yeah! No pick guard, which I love. 
Les Paul shouldn't have pick guards. That's another hot topic. I believe that as well, for sure. Unless you're Jimmy Page, because Jimmy Page just looks cool with a pick guard on it. Yeah, I've true, even thought true, true, about true. putting a pick guard on it, and then I'm like, no, I can't do that. I can't drill holes. If it has this. one on it, I won't take it off, because it's got that stupid drill hole in it. Yeah. yeah. I'd still take it off, probably. But, uh, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> Something about this guitar, man, it's just it's unreal. And I remember when I brought it, I was so excited, because I got it during the summertime. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to show up to MIA and be playing it in front of my my professors are going to see my Les Paul. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, but yeah, man, I, I just, now it's getting beat up. You know, I've gigged it a few and, uh, I, yeah, I love it. I'll never get rid of it. Hell yeah. It's got the brown case. You know, the really nice brown Gibson case. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, the the, with like the pink case. inside. Oh, because everything's, everything's better with pink on the inside. It's yeah. great. <laughs> Jeez. Hot take. Hot take. Okay, so. I'm, I'm just going to turn gonna on cut. this lamp, if you don't mind, because it's getting dark. Oh, for sure. Room. Hang on. So I'm, I'm going to say <laughs> we, we got to cut for a quick sec. I got to piss so bad. This is going to be edited oh, out real for quick. For sure. I'm so sorry. Okay, keep fine. keep your video and your audio going. We're okay. going to just, we're, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just chop yeah. this whole bit out. Uh, we'll do, it. We'll, we'll do another, we'll do another clap. Cool, man. Just give me one sec. Okay. So sorry. Okay. Okay. Go pee. <laughs> Jeez, you're on the seventh to pee day before the recording, Craig. God said, "Let yeah. there be light." <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, what's there to do in Barry, John? Dude, fucking, you're looking at it. <laughs> yeah, it's like I've only ever like hung out with my uncle or whatever there, and like, like you know, I mean, it's we'll, nice to we'll come back. I, I like to come back and like visit my yeah. family and hang out with my buddies, but yeah. I can't even like yeah. I can't even do that right now. So it's like yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm literally just <laughs> the at only home. Redeeming quality, I'm not allowed. <laughs> yeah, like the, the real realistically, the only reason I'm home is because, uh, I'm okay, getting sorry about uh, that. I'm getting pogey, and uh, my right. mom. I don't have to buy groceries. Like that's pretty much it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you can fucking get government money and then and save it. You know, yeah, fucking spend it on groceries. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. So yeah, for sure. I mean, oh, I did. Man. I okay. did buy a new amp the other day, though. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm back. We'll do a clap. I want to hear Caleb's uh, guitar story, though. Yeah. If you've got one. Oh God. Okay. You got right, we'll one. We'll do a. We'll do a clap, and then you. Then you can reintroduce it. Yeah, for sure. sure. Okay. Uh, three, two, one. Okay. Sorry, everybody. We're back. John has better lighting, and I have an empty bladder. So we're gonna we're gonna keep going. <laughs> we're gonna keep going with the the love at first sight of the guitar store stories and caleb i'm sure you have one too don't you um so i don't really have like a guitar store uh story but it's funny how this keeps coming back up sort of so my uncle that we talked about at the start of the podcast who also lives in barry um is like pretty much like like i don't come from this very musical family um my grand like my mom's mom is like is somehow just like the most unreal singer like ever oh cool. like she could she totally she could like be patsy klein or like loretta lynn oh, like it's that's not wicked. even fucking yeah yeah i'm not even just saying that like she's literally that good yeah and uh and then so my uncle so like my mom's brother is also like a really great guitar player and like played in bands and stuff uh and so like pretty much everything like including my like kiss obsession started with him dude i love and me kiss, just man. being that was like one of the like first. A child. I'm glad that we have three yeah, Kiss man. fans on this. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody well, so talks like, shit about I mean, Kiss. Well, 
so this is like the thing is like I'm a child, right? Mm-hmm. And then and I go into like my uncle's house who I already think is like the shit and he had this and like at the time like he was pretty much just like a bachelor, right? So he literally had a room that I called the kiss room. Oh yeah, cuz yeah. it was just like wall to wall uh kiss merch and shit. And, oh uh, no and, like, way. He was one of those guys and, like, so like a cool. hall of fame. And like the cool yeah, man. And like now it's it's morphed into like he's got even cooler shit from other bands. But <laughs> that it was like is so mainly sick. Kiss stuff. Sick. And he had like, you know, like records on records and fucking and he had a wall that had a Les Paul, like like the Les Paul, like Sunburst yeah. fucking there. And then he had a Les Paul gold top in the oh, middle. And then he had another and then he had another Le- <laughs> then he had another Les Paul uh just natural finish. Talk uh, dirty and to me, also, Caleb. And then, <laughs> and then he also had a Rickenbacker as well. Oh, like yeah, a, ba- of a Rick bass. And then just fucking like Marshalls fucking everywhere. Oh, oh okay. So, so we, like, we need to get Charlie in on this podcast then, huh? <laughs> it's like, this is the coolest fucking thing ever. Like, this is so cool. Oh, man. And uh, that was just like my whole music thing was I was like, Kiss is the greatest. Yeah. Uh, and then. I remember when I thought like, Kiss Les was Paul's the greatest band amazing. ever. I thought there's nobody better. I remember it because it was two minutes ago and still now. (laughs) This is the greatest band of all time. The hottest band in the world. My theory is that Kiss is the best worst band. That's true. Like they're not. Yeah. They're not great. They're not great. Well, no, Gene Simmons isn't great. He's a bad man. (laughs) Well, like just well, the problem is like they have so much music too, right? That it's like. Oh when yeah. When you have like 25 albums, there's a lot of misses. That's yeah. true. That's a you know, that whole is true. Thing, yeah. you know? sure. Well, and they also had a bunch of lineup changes. Like you got to take a huge gamble yes. on that. Just yeah. just like buy AC, it. ACDC had a great time with it. Yeah. Right? Like, well, sorry, not a great not Bon I Scott mean, dying wasn't a great time. No. But it's more, <laughs> you know, I I mourned that death fucking 40 years after he died when I discovered that he <laughs> yeah. had died, you know? But <laughs> oh, but I, know, I mean man. some some bands benefit from it from these lineup changes and I mean Kiss definitely suffered every time. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. That's true. Just buy sure. Destroyer yeah. and buy Double Platinum and you're good. That's all you need. By the way, yes. so real real quick, I'm gonna interject. If you go to uh, Sebastian Box MTV Cribs, uh, he's got the <laughs> oh, the yeah. biggest the biggest Kiss. Hall of Fame you'll ever see in your entire life. No you should way. look it yes, up. It. As soon as you're done watching I've this video, it. you should look this up. I I think I have I've seen, seen that. that. I think I've watched oh, dude, that crazy. episode. He's the biggest he's the biggest Kiss fan I've ever seen in my life. But anyway, oh, sorry Caleb, continue. Well, and it's like Kiss is like the perfect when you're fucking six. Dude, like, they're superheroes. Yeah, you know for real. I mean? They got face they're totally paint. Superheroes. They're superheroes, yeah. Yeah. It's like how, and it's fucking loud, and it rips, yeah. and you're like, "This is the greatest thing of all time." Yeah, like um, I, I yeah, want so a rock and roll night where... party every day. Absolutely. Yeah, you're like I don't know what that means, but I definitely want to party. I definitely want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, man. So it's like that's that's uh, that was definitely my thing. So like I don't know if I was necessary. It was definitely more my uncle. Like I don't. There wasn't really like a music store experience i was just you know i wanted to fuck so and the other thing too was like my very first a guitar ever my uncle bought and then uh i got into like guitar lessons and we were doing classical shit so then i got a classical guitar and then one christmas my uncle unveils like again like the first electric guitar like it's a fucking strat ripoff 
Oh, and mine's hanging cool. on my wall yeah, no. right now. I literally have it. <laughs> yeah, like, mine's in a closet somewhere. I haven't played that Actually, thing in yeah, like a decade. Mine is, but, mine, you know. I put mine in the closet, but it's uh, you know I the, sold the black yeah. strap. <laughs> I remember it. I had it in my trunk of my car for like two years, and it was it was rubbed up against a skateboard, and oh. apparently the grip tape and the back of the the guitar were just rubbing against each other. Oh man! And, nice. uh, and it looked it looked like I had buckle rash the entire back of the guitar. <laughs> just by sitting like I had, I had the, the world's biggest. How belt rock buckle. and roll is that? It was pretty it cool, but I sold, I sold it. Sitting I in sold your car. it for. Yeah, I had I had a I, that that was my '88 Corolla. By the way, I'm gonna plug that because it's. Oh, so is sick. that? No. I saw that car on my Facebook red car. Today. If you if you pull that it out, actually, you know what? So this is cool. my this is my unnecessary video edit of the day. If you look right here. Oh yeah. This is my oh, red fuck. Corolla. I'm not gonna get a picture of a car. Oh yeah. dude. That my, car my is car. sick. And I dude, I <laughs> at one point so like I would I would be on the go all the time. This is when I was just about to move into my, my first apartment. Yeah. Or like when I had first moved into my first apartment. So I was on the go all the time and I had like a guitar. I was delivering pizzas at this point. That's why. I so because when you're delivering pizzas, you're waiting for another delivery. That so is you, I'd have my I would have a the guitar pizza delivery in the back. car. Like that, it was. That it was definitely really a pizza is. delivery mobile. Like, if you look at it, it's, like I feel like that's I've like seen it in a movie. Pizza delivery guy car. <laughs> and is. I had a guitar. I had a skateboard. I had N sixty four games and shit. I had like a bunch. I had clothes that I was gonna like change into if I decided to go to someone's house mid job, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but then someone broke into my car at one point and they they uh, they oh, stole no. my skateboard. They st- uh, my guitar wasn't in there, but they stole my skateboard. And my N64 games, and I remember the joke the whole time was just like, well, at least it was a cool thief, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. they yeah. they only they took, took the, the cool N64. Stuff. They, didn't, they didn't take my ownership or my insurance yeah. slip. They didn't take yeah. any of the change. They just took the N64 games and the skateboard. And I was like, you know what? If you're going to yeah. use it, sure. So you know the guy was like a 16-year-old kid. Yeah, which, by the <laughs> way, fuck people yeah. that car hop. That's my one yeah. fuck you of the day. Fuck yeah. people yeah. that car hop. Dude, I had a... Uh... My Thurman Nissan Circle, man. Into, well, I think I, uh, dude, I got, I didn't have one issue living on Fleming. Really? And I was just every morning, I was like, for sure, my window's broken. Well, for sure Evan it Carlson, yeah. and it never was. Evan Carlson, my roommate, at one point, his locks on his Civic didn't work, so it would be unlocked. Like his car would get broken oh, into fuck. every day. Yeah, yeah. I that's that thing. Had, my car like, never got broken into. It would hunts. always be like my girlfriend would leave a passenger side door open. Or I would leave the car unlocked, and they would walk in. No one's breaking windows <laughs> yeah. anymore. And like, he They're hunts, just walking into yeah. the car. He hunts, and he has like, like, like buck buck shots and shit in his car. Like, it's like, oh my god, yeah. yeah you break. <laughs> like imagine that guy shells. breaking into the car, and he he opens it up, and he sees a bunch of shotgun shells. He just goes, nope. Yeah, and I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm done. I'm done here. Yeah, Dude. I'm out. I. I had a. I had my car broke. Well, again, I think I somehow left it unlocked. I'm like. I'm so paranoid that I like always check and, and I oh, like yeah. manually. You know how many times the horn even, like, like beeps? Use the fob. Yeah. Well, and so I get I go to I get to go to work the one day and uh, it's funny like I walk up to my car and I'm like oh I'm pretty sure that's like an old air freshener <laughs> on uh, the like, floor on the ground outside. It was on the ground and I'm like I open my door and <laughs> just all of my glove box is just over like the passenger yeah. seat and the floor. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why oh, do they, the why do they always assume that the shit's in the glove box, by the way? You think that I have the energy to reach across the car and put all of my valuable shit in there? It's in the center console, of course. Yeah, like yeah. or the cup Here's holder. The fr- well, 
Also, here's the thing, right? So glove I box? fucking I why is it called that? Uh, because you would put your driving gloves. gloves in there. That's why. That's what. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So I'm a mechanic. And then we never mm. changed the by name. trade. And uh, and I know that you would you, people used to be classy and they would have wear gloves when they drove their cars, and they would have their gloves for their driving in their glove box. Let's call it the in- insurance yeah. chest now. Let's change that, it. No, yeah, what that what that's yeah. called is the unnecessary knowledge. Drugs. Garbage. That's called. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> called. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So the fucking guy. He didn't even. He took an aux cord. And I think that was it and some change. But so it was funny because I like had so many CDs in there and I was like, oh man, thank God he didn't take my CDs of, of mainly local <laughs> artists. <laughs> and, and then, uh, but then this, this made me angry. So I was like, I was kind of just like, man, this fucking sucks. But like, well, at least he didn't break the window or whatever. Like I got to go buy a new aux cord, like whatever. Right. And, uh. Actually, he, I had two aux cords in there, and he only took one. Oh man! So probably took so the nice one. Later though, that eh? night, and here's like I don't keep anything in my car. Like if you were to look in the windows, there's yeah. you don't there's nothing. You're to like see. a jeep and owner. So, yeah, that's what else was frustrating. And so I'm like, there was like a couple receipts in the cup holder and stuff. So that night, uh, Julie and I like get back from whatever, and I'm like, let's just take all the garbage. Like literally leave nothing in here. And yeah. I pull up the receipts in the cup holder, and there's another four dollars and change under this receipt. And then that made me more angry because I was like, "This fucking guy didn't, <laughs> they didn't even take, take the everything. change. <laughs> like all they did, they took like I think they took like three dollars of other change and an aux cord and just oh made a mess God. of my car. And I'm like, this fucking dick oh didn't even God. take Dude, all my money. I've had like, I've had a couple of those. Like, so fucking the when I had my Corolla broken into, every time that I've had my car broken into. It's been my car was unlocked and they walked in, right? And like yeah. every vehicle that I've ever owned has had this happen. It just it winds up happening. Yeah. So the Corolla was the first one I ever had happen, and I I every time that it, like I discover it, it's the same thing. I get up way too early in the morning to go to work, and I get in the car and I start the car up and I look over at my passenger seat, and all of a sudden my glove box is on the floor. And everything is everywhere, <laughs> right? That's how it yeah. always goes. Oh yeah. And the Corolla, the Corolla already told that story, but the the van. So I had a, I I have a blue Uplander, which hey, is for sale, yeah, yeah. by the way. If you want to oh, buy it. Ooh. <laughs> yep. Might be interesting. No big deal. But um, okay, oh, wow. cool. We're we're wheeling and dealing on this podcast, right? <laughs> you know, <what>? but uh, <laughs> Nick, well, so, uh, Nick said that he might want to buy a car. So hit at him least up. I know yeah. a mechanic right, cool. to call if I need it fixed. Eh? Yeah, cool. Do that. All right. Well, you know what? If you're watching this video, probably like fucking a couple weeks ahead of now. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't, if if these guys didn't buy my van yet, it's up for sale, boys. <laughs> I'm all um, I'm always selling. But shit. anyway, so I I get a, I get up way too early for work. Get in my car. I look over at my and my glove box is broken on the van, right? It's a, it, it'll fall off if you if you lift the latch. So I'm like, oh, my glove box fell off again, whatever. And then I'm like, oh, like my insurance documents are like in the center console for some reason. What the fuck's going on? And then I realize, oh shit, someone got in my car last night. So I start looking around, and of course, so at this point, I'm really bit. So I've got a Christmas Eve birthday. So I've like when I renew my IDs or my passport or whatever, it's like it's really difficult. Yeah, you have to do it way ahead of time or way after it's expired. Yeah. So so I had I had my ownership insurance in there, of course, but my passport was in my car. And someone stole my passport out of oh, my van. Oh no! Yeah, Oof. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, By the way, bro. if the if if the CRA is watching, please turn off the <laughs> yeah. video. 
please turn yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I reported it. I reported it missing immediately. But it, of course, every time that I do, like, I get up two minutes before I have to work, right? So I yeah. get in the car and I see all the shit, and I'm like, I don't care. I'm gonna be late for work. So I drive to work, and like at like the, for five hours at work, I'm worrying about it. And then oh, I'm yeah. like, hey, um, I'm gonna take my lunch right at twelve, and they're just like. Okay, what's going on? I'm like, uh, my passport got stolen out of my car. And they're like, yeah. whoa, that's like a big deal. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah. just, yeah, I fucking know that, but I'm trying to deal yeah. with this. I'm trying to yeah. deal with it. But yeah, like fucking, it, it sucks. It sucks even more when you go out to your car and you know that you just left it unlocked uh, instead of them busting yeah. the window. Yeah, it's like, it feels wow, like it's I'm fault. stupid. Yeah, I'm stupid yeah. and I yeah. left it unlocked. Like, I don't live in the best end of town either. Right. So yeah. it's like, yeah. of course, I've got to double check. Like, I remember one time with my old van, I walked inside for five minutes. It was right after a gig. And uh, and Jeff and Liam from Radio Caroline were in my house for a minute. And we were, we were about to go to Jeff's house. We stopped in my house for like a sec to grab some booze or whatever. We, we were going out to the van and the passenger door is wide open. And I'm like, oh, wow, Jeff, Jeff, did you leave the, the door open? He was like, no. And I'm like, did you leave it unlocked? He goes, well, yeah, we were going to be a second. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and he's like, why? And I was like, let's see what's gone, you know? And, and I had a camcorder stolen out of the van, which oh. I recorded. I, I, would, I would record every practice and every concert that we did. By the way, if yeah. you have my camcorder, Please just give me the escort SD card back. I really want those. I want those practice tapes back. I don't remember how Heads in the Sky goes. I don't remember how that song goes. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember how it goes. But uh, but if you oh, have dude, my camcorder, that's, that's all I want. Right but Jeff's backpack got stolen too. It didn't have anything in it except for maybe some weed. But um, sorry, Jeff. But uh, I just oh. want that. I want that SD card back, man. We know what's more valuable. Dude, you know what though. I have a, so I would also, I would take having, having to clean my glove box up every single time I got in my car over yeah. coming out and seeing like the window smashed or the fucking car gone. Well, yeah. I Cause would, it's so I, much yeah. more of a headache, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just, uh, you feel shittier. You feel shittier yeah, you when, do feel shitty when it's like it's such true. a feeling of defeat. It's like they just walked into the car. Yeah. 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 But anyway, um, dude, I, I find, though, I forgot about this. I find though, if your car yeah, gets broken ahead, into with the door unlocked, they, they take less sh- things from you. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like... Yeah, they're, like, almost more courteous. Yeah. Well, because like, it's like... Yeah, they didn't welcome, have to I work. didn't smash your window. It was like they weren't looking for anything. They just walked up to the car because they saw it, and they were like, yeah. oh, I wonder if it's unlocked. Yeah, like, yeah, anyone could have done that. A six-year-old could have been yeah. like, oh, maybe there's candy in there. Yeah. Well, not in your van, I hope. Yeah, well, like, people are in smashing windows for... <laughs> there if isn't they know candy in my in van, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now because of that guy that fucking opened my door, there's absolutely nothing in my car for you to take. I promise you, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. in there for yeah, you. Yeah, I get. don't keep anything. Like, in my, I definitely don't keep yeah. my passport in the car anymore. I'll say yeah. that. It took me like a year to admit to my parents that that happened. They were oh, like, because I, I was, I was like applying for for visas and shit for tour, which is not happening now. We're gonna keep it relevant for the the quarantine. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I had to renew my passport, and they were like, "Why is your visa taking so long?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm just waiting for them to get back to me." But meanwhile, I was trying to get my passport again. Oh, and then man. they were like, "They they were like, oh, how's the visa thing going?" I'm like, "Okay, well, everything's done now, and now that it's done, 
I had my passport stolen. And they were just like, what? And I was like, it's all taken care of. Everything's done now. Yeah. You can't even get mad. <laughs> you know? But uh, I had my oh, wallet stolen. I had my wallet stolen that had my my sin card and my birth oh, certificate. Oh, you're one in of those it. people? And my birth certificate in it. What I, the fuck I, are oh you doing? Oh, yeah. So, 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 so this is what happened. I, I, my mom picked me up from work one day, working at Don's. Shout out Don's. Nice. Um, Shout out Don's. <laughs> I miss you, Don's. And then yeah. uh, I had to go, I think I had, I don't know, a hockey, like ball hockey or something after work. So I had to like go get something, grab something to eat, but I didn't want McDonald's, obviously. So we go to yeah. Harvey's, <laughs> the next the next best thing, right? And uh, uh, I think there's a few better things. There than is. McDonald's. There is. It was on the way. <laughs> it was on the way. So I go and I'm I'm like in my Don's uniform. Like I have to get changed. So I go so I go to the bathroom. I take my wallet out and I sit it on top of uh on top of or no. Yeah, yeah, on on top of like the stall or on top of the toilet or something. Or no, it was the where you know the oh, so toilet paper dispenser. Then. No, this was at Harvey's, like where I went oh, after. Oh shit. So I took took my wallet out, put it on top of like the toilet paper dispenser. And then I get changed and whatever, and then we order food. We sit down, eat, and then we leave. Well, I didn't take my wallet from, like, it was sitting there, and it was completely my fault. Like, and I I'm didn't like, collect oh, my, my wallet from the yeah. bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So then we, I, f- I figured it out, like, when we got home, and I was in the other, I live in the other end of town, and I'm like, oh, fuck. So, like, we drive back. It's not there. Of course. Of course not. And it's got... Yeah. Like literally all my information in it. Like I had nothing. I mean, I was only like a sixteen-year-old oh kid, but like that was everything I yeah. had. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't no... believe your mother let yeah. you have your birth certificate. I know. And I, know. Your oh, in I don't. I don't even know if she did, man. I think that was. I had it because I. Uh, I think I had it when I went to apply for my sin number when I started working. Like I was only like what? 15, Hang on. 16 so you years didn't old. have. You didn't have a sin card until you started working. Well, I had to get one so I could start working. What the hell? Because I, I thought you got that. Dude, my when mom you were, like, just born. had that shit. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, like I didn't. When you have come one. out of nurse, Is just fuck right? a guy in a suit comes in and had hands all that shit as soon as I came out of the womb. I didn't have one. Yeah, so did mine. Okay, my well, mom still has Michelle my birth certificate. Gould I don't think I've ever seen ever seen it. Actually, I think yeah. I have mine now. I had to. I had to fucking like give my mom my soul for <laughs> to get my birth certificate. Yeah. My mom's I'm, definitely going to watch this and know she screwed up. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, tell tell Mama Gould yeah, that it's all she, her fault. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, yeah. Mom. You uh, trusted me with my own birth certificate, you crazy But woman. it was literally, like, it, it must have been, like, it must have been, like, a week after I started working. You know what I mean? Like, it was tough for me oh, to get boy. a job. And so I guess I had to I, I had to go through the process, get my SIN number, whatever, and I had a card. That was back when they gave you a, a card. Now it's on, like, a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like literally everything I had was stolen. I had like twenty bucks in there. So realistically, they probably took my twenty bucks, threw my wallet, and out your identity. Nothing else. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I don't even. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was probably just some dude went to the washroom, saw the wallet, found the twenty bucks, and threw the wallet out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But well, even did then you it's check like the, all they have. The it's not like. What's that? Did you check the garbage? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I asked like oh. I asked the workers if they saw it in there. I like say, I did they everything. Threw it out. 
Yeah, I anyway. I guess it was just too late, but oh yeah. well. So what I've I, lost uh, my wallet a million times, and and I I get it back every time. I'm gonna knock on wood for that one. That's the one <laughs> time I'm I'm gonna knock I on uh, all time. on IKEA fake wood for that one. Yeah, I knocked on. <laughs> I would assume this house is old enough that I have. This real is probably wood like laminate laminated <laughs> shit. You know, like I don't even know. Oh my god, dude! I had buddies one time. I'm trying to remember why, like, we didn't have a car that they could have did this in. But we were hanging out in Thornberry, and uh, it was funny because we started hanging out in my buddy Jobin, who was just, like, the most fashionable Which dude I, of all time. He, that's also not his real name, right? No, his name is Jacob, but we call him Jobin. Yeah, So okay. <laughs> we, we, uh, <laughs> he's like, dude, I bought this new sweater today, and, like, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we decide after hanging out we're going to go to, like, the one bar in Thornberry. But Jobin and Jed both have backpacks. And they're like, oh, what are we going to do with our backpacks? And we're like, just fucking bring them in and like set them aside. And they're like, no, they won't let us. We got to hide them. And we're like, well, don't do <laughs> we that. We got to hide like, them. It's fine. Yeah, never. So they go down to the, so like th- this bar is like right on the fucking like river. So they go down to the river and like hide their bags behind some bushes. Oh <laughs> and then we Lord. go to the bar for like oh, a while. And then we go to leave and they're like, we got to go get our shit. <laughs> and then, of course, their bags are nowhere to be found <laughs> because, of course, oh, no. <laughs> people stole no. them. <laughs> and like, and Jobin like literally was like, I just fucking bought this. This hoodie was like a hundred bucks. I fucking just bought it today. And he fucking well, yeah. stuffs it in his backpack and then <laughs> leaves the backpack. Oh and God. like, yeah, oh, everything no. was gone, man. They took all of their shit. And we were like, Jesus. yeah, man. I actually felt I felt so sick for them because I know how I would have felt in that. And we like we spent a long time with with like our phone flashlights looking all up and down this like riverbank and like under bushes and stuff. Ugh. And it's just like, it's that feeling when you're like, I know it's gone, but we have to look like we have to look for it. Yeah. That's horrifying. And oh, <laughs> all right. I, was all like, right. I could have told you guys. I'm done. Like, I'm done before. hearing all these stories about people getting all their shit <laughs> yeah. stolen. Yeah, yeah. Let's it's talk making about me something feel positive. sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. Holy shit. It's We're not cool. Go Don't steal topic people. change. Hard topic yeah. change. Right. Um, Let's do it. So quarantine songwriting. How about that? How, How about that? that going for you, yeah. John? Um, so I've always had I've always had trouble writing songs because I'm not really I I I'm probably it's probably because I haven't really tried. But lyrics lyric writing has always been pretty tough for me. Mm-hmm. I can come up with a like a hook real like really easily. I just yeah. So I, when I when it comes songwriting when it comes for me uh i usually start off with like because because i'm a guitar player i start off with a a catchy guitar riff or something like that and i i make a uh like a chorus melody around that and then it kind of just goes from there if i have a riff i can almost play a whole song like right i i just know what chords to put with that yeah right so that's uh I, i have a couple a couple I've been working on, but uh, I've mostly just been trying to like uh, get better at guitar, like just perfect my Fuck techniques. Off. Come on, <laughs> you're like the best guitar player I know. I just and you're like, oh, I'm just trying to get better. Well, I, actually, you know what? I'm not gonna dude. tell you to fuck off because I think everyone should be always yeah. trying to get better. I appreciate but, it. Uh, Nick is the same way, dude. Oh, it's, Nick's it's unreal. That thought process as to as to why you guys are like that good because Nick's the same yeah. way. 
where, they're where always he's like, trying it's to like, get hey, back. man, yeah. what did you do today? And like Nick will say some crazy shit. Like he'll be like, oh, I fucking learned this protest, the hero guitar solo. And you're like, oh, like, cool. Holy shit. And, like, and Hayden, <laughs> Hayden will be like, why? Why did you do that? And then Nick's like, I don't know, just because. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, wanted it's, dude, today. Yeah. today like, I I'll was... probably never play it again. Yeah, I know. Then, That's what I like, mean. So, like, he, just, he just works on technique and stuff, and you're like, I've dude, been... I don't have the patience for that at oh, all. Oh, I know. No. Like, when I, when I started learning guitar, uh, I, I only wanted to learn the songs. Like, I didn't, I didn't care about mm-hmm. anything else. I just wanted to be able to the play theory. along to my favorite I record. thought it was song by song as well. I thought yeah. it was like, you got to yeah. learn the song. And, I when when I got my first guitar, of course, it came in the mail and it was completely out of That's tune. That's awesome. And I, in the mail. And my dad, <laughs> I got it in the mail from China, which is <laughs> topical now. Yeah. And uh, but I yeah. got uh, this Windaroo resonator guitar, and and I pulled it out of the box and I said, "Dad, it's tuned to play when September ends." Like I didn't get it. I didn't know that you had to like put your fingers down and shit. So I was just like, it was like yeah. da 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 da, and yeah. I was like, "It's tuned to play. Wake me up when September ends." How cool is I that? I didn't know. I had no idea. I thought that you tuned it so you could play the song. I had no idea. In a way, you kind of do. But well, for sometimes, certain songs, yeah. But, but you, I feel like Wake Me Up With September Ends is not in any sort of elaborate no, tuning. No, it's yep, no. straight up 440, baby. I still don't know how to play it, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just like I, I didn't care about anything else. I just wanted to learn how to play songs tnt by acdc you know what i mean like hell yeah, yeah. this is why john yeah. sorry caleb john's my best friend now all right <laughs> okay well fuck me okay, <laughs> all right well this podcast is over congratulations okay. john you want to it's like yeah, okay we're podcast? just gonna i, guess we're I gonna have man crushes on both of you all right relax oh man i remember oh, i remember i wanted to be friends with craig so bad <laughs> I, I actually do dude and it was funny. the same situation it's funny how like i with Quinn, yeah. I was like, I man, just, like, this guy looks it. so cool. It's like an enigma, huh? <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was it was the long hair and the beard. That's what I it was. I was like, well, this now, guy looks like Robert Plant. I want him to be me. my friend. People don't care about you me now because I... I have short hair and no beard. They're just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 He makes a well, podcast yeah. and he fucking, yeah. you know. He well, talks you know what I think on a it podcast. Is? Yeah. Craig's like... Craig's like the main guy that's at like every show. And when like the mystique of like MIA runs out a little bit, and you start like doing stuff. Yeah. You're, like you want to make other friends in the music industry, and Craig's just everywhere. I'm at every like, show. I feel, exactly. I feel like I feel like if I was I friends with that guy, I that would a, be next I level. A, I made a valiant effort to be at every show from a very early and early point because I always believe that man. you know like, if you if you go if you go to every show, then you know a couple people from that show will eventually realize that you're in a band and they'll go see your show. You know, that was, that was my, and I would, dude, you have no idea how many hardcore shows I went to. Do you know how many hardcore records I've listened to? (laughs) Probably, I could probably count it on both hands and both feet, you know, but I went to every (laughs) single hardcore show. I went to every single hardcore show in London. I swear to God. And, uh, well, until like fucking maybe 2015. And then I was just like, okay. Until the fire nation attacked. Until, until I started working for my money. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But but man, I went to I went to every fucking show I possibly could because like that's how you fucking make music friends. That's how you establish yourself yeah. as a local musician. Is you got to support local. For sure, man. Right? Yeah. Well, and I think like you know, with being an MIA, you get that like you kind of get a built-in fan base if you're decent. That's true. And I think like yeah. when you start getting people 
that aren't in MIA. Yeah. Like, yeah. Being like you, well, guys, are, you yeah, guys are sick. I, like, I've that said, feels I've, awesome. I've preached this gospel for years now is there's this weird invisible wall between like the London music scene and the MIA music scene. And it pisses me off for sure. because there's, yeah. there's a lot of great bands in MIA and there's a ton of great London bands generally. Right. That's true. Yeah. But somehow, sure. somehow they just don't fuck with each other. And I feel like it's just one of those things where it's like, well, it's just college kids. They just want to party or whatever. It's like, no, dude, these guys yeah. know what they're doing, you know, and there's yeah. great bands. And and I mean, yeah. it's it's just sometimes with, with the MII crowd, it, I've learned that a lot of you guys are from not not from London. So you don't know yeah. about these bands that are here. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah for that's sure. That, that's what for I. Sure. I, that's what I've been kind of happy about with with my band is that like we've we've been able to break down those barriers a little bit and make friends outside mm-hmm. of MIA, especially mm-hmm. in Toronto. Yeah. Like we've 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 uh we've become good friends with a lot of Toronto based bands, um, and which is I just think it's going to give us the edge. And I I, I truthfully sure. believe like yeah like yeah of course like we we practice and you know I. I can definitely say we're a good band, but it's all about being yeah. personable, man. You just need to be nice. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Literally, you just need to talk to people. Like yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's what that's kind of what gives you the edge. And small talk, baby. Small talk, small man. Talk. You gotta be good at small talk. It's being you, got, you gotta be able to you gotta be able to say, Yeah, man, fucking that's sick, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> for sure. You gotta for get sure, a lot of like, you gotta get a lot of for sure's in there. For sure, bud. Do for your sure. <laughs> do your research before you play shows with bands too. Like that was the thing I would always say to the guys, like because like Nick is like Nick will get I'll I'll bring up something you know about a band that we're playing with, and then he'd be like, oh that's cool, like like how do you know that or like oh I didn't know that, and I'm like just when we're playing these shows, like look them up, take fucking ten minutes and, look and flick flick yeah. through their Spotify's. Yeah, absolutely, like, man. You know, get an the, idea of like what's going on. The very first show I ever went to see at Call the Office was the result of that. My buddy was just like, hey, there's a show at Call the Office, which I had never been there. I don't think he had ever been there either. And it was uh, he was like, you should look them up. They're called Barn Burner, and anyone that knows Barn Burner is freaking out right now. Because they were the <laughs> the greatest fucking thrash metal band from I'm pretty sure Montreal. I was gonna that say I know existed. that name, dude. They're so sick. So so it was like, yo, look up this band. We're going tonight. And I was like, okay. And I'm like 17. And I was like, okay, sure, let's go. And I looked it up, and it was like <laughs> so sick. And I was so excited because I knew this single like fucking word for word. And we go to the show, right. and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna tell this story, and I don't care. Cause it was fucking, <laughs> it was it was eight years ago, oh boy. and they can't get oh in trouble boy. for this. You can't stop and, Greg and, when oh he's boy. already started. They can't talking. get in trouble, so yeah. so oh we went boy. to the show, right? And uh, and there's a sign out front. I'm 17, my buddy's 17, or maybe 18. I don't know. And because uh, I was the youngin of the group, and uh, and there was a sign out front that said ID at the door, and I was like, okay, sure. So I'll have my ID ready. So I get up to the <laughs> the door guy. And I hand him my ID, and he gives me my ID back, puts a wristband on me, I go inside. And then I'm waiting in that classic spot where all the pinball machines were, and like right. at one yeah. point the pool table was there, whatever. And, uh, and all my buddies start coming in, and like two of them get in, and they just go, how did you get a wristband? 
And I was like, what do you mean? I gave him my ID. And he was just like, well, I've got X's on my hands. And I was like, <laughs> uh, I don't. I didn't get X's, you know? He was just like, well, did you give him a fake ID? And I was like, no, I gave him my ID. It says I'm 17 years old on it. <laughs> so the guy must have either not looked at my ID or was just like, this 17-year-old's going to have the craziest time of his life right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then, dude, I bought so much beer that night, and I had a great time. <laughs> it was the first time I was ever at this venue, and I saw Barn Burner and Gallows. And I have the concert poster in my kitchen because oh, it, wow. it was the most legendary fucking show I've ever seen in my entire life. That's um, awesome. Wade from Wade from Alexis on Fire was doing vocals for, yeah. for Gallows. No, greatest I was show. Say, I've, yeah. the, probably the best show I've ever been to in my entire life. And it was the first show I'd ever seen at Call the Office. And I pray that they continue to do shows once this quarantine is done. Yeah, man. Yeah, wow. for sure, man. Yeah, I had a great my, time playing at Call the Office. The oh, one I time love we that did. Place. It was yeah, so it's fun. I love it's it. It's great. It's shout out to great. Shiraz, like, by the way. Sh- huge shout out to Shiraz, the sound guy at, yeah, at Call the Office. He's, he's fantastic. Call yeah. the Office bruh. is definitely like a, a venue where you're like, I, uh, you definitely feel like the most a part of like a thing where yeah. when you play there. Yeah. You're part of like fuck, this I mean, London mystique almost. Yeah, for sure. Because it's like, because also like Rum Runners is fucking dope and it feels yeah. like really real when you play at Rum Runners. Mm. But like playing Call the Office, it like it's that like dirty fucking thing that just has like all like the history in the walls and shit. And you're like, everyone's rock and roll, man. used to party there. That's you know? that's exactly, yeah. man. Yeah. If you mention Call well, the Office, and and like, they all know who, what it is. Yeah, I would go yeah. up to like mom coworkers wherever I worked, and I'm like, oh, I'm playing a show at Call the Office. Like, oh, I used to go there all the time. Oh, and when I'm I went to like, Western, yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah. oh, you should come tonight. You know, like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. yeah. Let's go. Oh, tickets are ten bucks. You know, I got them yeah, on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Funny yeah. enough, they're in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. I'm selling tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Call the Office. That's another oh. thing I love about Call the Office is they're not like, <laughs> here's a bunch of tickets you got to sell. It's like, no, yeah. it's we're not. We're cooler than that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's weird. It's weird now because they actually do have like tickets ahead, and I wasn't digging that. Holy oh, shit! They, they did. Started, they, they did start doing, doing that. Because I bought one they for did your start show. Doing that. I hate selling oh, thanks, advanced man. tickets so much. I really do. <laughs> well, Sorry like, to any promoters physicals. that see me say this, but I I hate doing that. They weren't that. giving physicals, but uh, I think it might be like because uh, Kyle Wappler is uh, booking right. there now. And oh, I know okay. when he was. I mean, it wasn't a big deal for us because he he books in Waterloo too. So mm. when we play Waterloo shows with him, like we didn't have to really stress too much about selling tickets. But there's just right. an event link. There's like an Eventbrite link, and I'm like, it's just it's so annoying. And like the thing is, like it's ten dollars ahead or fifteen at the door, and it's like I hate oh, the double price. So hard man. to mark like, it. Yeah. Or like I when tickets are that. like seven bucks, it's like. Seven yes. bucks. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah really? That's like when you when so we. By the way, John and I are in a cover band together. Barely. <laughs> barely. Yeah. Barely. We had one rehearsal because of this quarantine. But we have a cover band together, and it's called Desmond Iguana's Yugoslavian Family Band. I decided that today. <laughs> DIY Family Band. But uh, John and I had a band practice that day. And then I went over to his place for some drinks after, which we killed. Like oh, I talked about this in the dude, I talked about this in the first podcast. We killed two bottles of rye that dude, night. Dude, I had never been so hungover the next day. It was I love it because so you played. Bad. You played. You played probably my favorite sneaker club gig of all time. The next day, you're um, right. 
I was yeah, so it was hungover. You played a it gig the next bad. day, and I, I went, I, I, I fucking beelined to Brian at that gig the next day, and I was just like, how's John feeling? And he went like, he's, <laughs> he's been fine. And I was just like, I bet he yacked. I bet he threw up. And he was oh, like, I did. He was, he was like, I don't know. He seems pretty fine. And then I went right yeah. up to him. I was like, how you feeling? You, you go, oh, man, I puked so much the next morning. <laughs> it it, was, it wasn't anyway. even like the next morning. It was like I was trying to fall asleep, and I knew I wasn't going to fall asleep until I oh, yacked. No. Yeah. Oh, no. So I did. But anyway. But, so yeah. we, we, had our, we had a band practice. We had like a super fun jam. Like fucking jam band shit so is fun, like the man. best. And yeah. – uh, and I went over to your place, and it was just like, "Oh, you shit! You're playing. You're playing a show tomorrow. Like, I'll buy a ticket. How much? Like, I have cash in my wallet or whatever." And you were like, "Oh, it's seven bucks," and I was like, "Man, I've got like a twenty on me. Are you are you kidding?" Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, "You were like, well, I've got like a toonie and a loony," and I'm like, oh, okay. "Yeah, because like I had like no. Yeah, it was just sure. Yeah, that's annoying. I guess I'll take change home. Fuck." Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst, man. Fine, John. Worst. Whatever, I'll come to your show. Maybe I'll just buy a ticket. Yeah, and not fucking go. whatever. Yeah, well, whatever. Like to the your bitch fucking of it. Change. Yeah. The thing is, is like you want to sell the tickets, but then it's like you're not making it easy for me to to sell these. Yeah. And yeah. then especially like in call the office terms when they're like just online. And you're like, who's fucking buying a ticket online to then yeah. try to print it Unless off or like whatever? Unless it's like pop, like or the nil, yeah. and you're afraid that the the show's gonna sell out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's like, don't just fucking, ha- or like, you know, just have it be at the door. Because it's like, people will just come to the door and pay. Like, that's not the problem. So don't like gouge yeah. them an extra $5, which also, now they're not going to spend on fucking beer or whatever. Like, just have the show be what the show costs. You that's know? true. I don't know. I, like, I, I don't know how. <laughs> I'm not a promoter. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, at the same time, I, 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 I've i had shows where we, we sold a, good amount of tickets beforehand and it's been great Mm -hmm. but i've also had shows where like we don't sell any and we feel bad about it you know what i mean and it's like yeah yeah it's kind of well the the funny thing is is like you don't want to like tell Edie that you sold fucking 15 tickets but like we've sold either like a good amount of tickets or not that many and every single time he's just he, <laughs> Edie goes, "Awesome, cool, thanks, man." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like it's never I, like I think it's people, never any different. People worry about <laughs> it. People worry about it a lot more than they need to. Like we're we're yeah, strict about sure. it. Like definitely, like we want to sell tickets because we want to, you know, yeah. we want to show that we that people are gonna come and it's gonna be a good time. But I think people just worry about it way too much. They worry about I worry about what he's gonna say. It's like, man, he's just a dude. Yeah, like, he's a great guy. Yeah. One yeah. of the nicest guys yeah. I've ever and met. Like, it's like shout out Brandon. What he, shout out Brandon. Yeah, man. Brandon, what a nice guy. You're a great dude. What a nice guy. <laughs> Saving all of the the dogs that you do. Oh. That's fucking awesome. Dude, that's yeah, that's real. Follow just that's how that. we got our first show at Rum Runners. Did I ever tell you how we got our first show at Rum Runners? No. I think I've heard the story because so, Dan Wagg hang on. is so I'm, quite I, the fucking We're, we're not going to stop the podcast again because of my child's bladder. But you tell the story. I'll be able to hear it, and I'm going to go to the washroom so you guys (laughs) everyone everyone that's listening or watching enjoy john's story while i go pee (laughs) okay so what what happened was uh we had brandon Edie come in for a guest lecture and so uh everybody you know of course he he explains who he is he's like who he is in the london music scene and he's a big deal um yeah and then when it comes to the time to ask questions at the end and like go up and like meet him 
you know, of course, everybody's going up to him and is like, it's like, oh man, like, uh, like asking him all these like questions about getting gigs there. Like, how do you get gigs at Rum Runners? How does this work? Yeah. And like, we, us four, we were all sitting together. Like, we all went up to him, and we were like, hey, because he he talked about how he he uh, he works with uh, with animals and how he he adopts them and uh, takes care of them, and we you know that's a right. great thing that he does. We're all we all love dogs. Um, yeah, so we went course. up to him and we were like, Hey man, like, it's great to meet you. Um, like what's, what's your dog's name? Like, like, can I see a picture of it? Like that's, right. we just went up to him and like chatted with him about his dogs. And then he asked us and it was like, Hey, so are you guys in a band? And we're like, yeah, we're like, yeah, we're, so we're in a, we're in a band called sneaker club. And he's like, yeah, well like send me your stuff. Or, like maybe we can get you on a bill. And then he booked yeah. us and put us on the show with Valley. We yeah. opened for Valley yeah, for you our guys first show Rum was... Runners show. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're great friends with them. And Rob, uh, Rob, the lead singer of Valley, is producing our EP. That's awesome. Yeah. And Fuck he yeah. just. And that's the thing is like. That's what I mean. Like, it, and I think people. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I think they're. They seem to be afraid of him, and I don't know why. Like he's just—he's such a yeah. nice guy. Like, like people always talk about, oh, like don't say this to him or don't say that. It's like, man, just be yourself. Honestly, well, yeah. That's so, the. That's yeah, the don't be an like, asshole. Be I'm back on camera. We heard you pissing. Yes, we heard you take yeah, a leak. Yeah, Edie's funny, because um, everyone seems to have that. Like in London, there's that kind of. Like you want to, you want to get on Edie's good side or whatever or whatever. Like he's almost like yeah. put on a pedestal. But Edie, Edie's a regular guy, like all of us, man. He's yeah. like, just he's like, don't be an if asshole. You, if you get, if you get to know him, he's a great dude, you know, and he's a normal yeah. dude. And and my buddy, so my roommate Bob, he was in a band called Kingpin at the time, which yeah. is the greatest London band that ever existed. I'll say that right now. <laughs> um, he was like trying to get a Rum Runners gig forever. This is when, um, oh, what was the fucking bar called? There was this bar that was also a, a record store in London, and I forget what the fuck it was called, and it's driving me crazy, but it was like a nightclub at night. And, um, of course, it was a nightclub at night because that's how nightclubs work. It's and, a day club. Uh, <laughs> yeah, day club. Day clubs would be way more fun. But um, they he was trying to get a show, and he, I guess Bob was really drunk at... Oh, what the fuck was it called? It's going to drive me crazy. But um, he was at this bar, and Edie was there, and he went up, really drunk to Edie and I guess and he went like yo Brandon why don't you like my band <laughs> and, oh, and Edie, no. Edie's been like your band is fine you just haven't put anything new out like why what are you supporting yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. it's like that's a really good point like fucking when, when people are tr stressing about playing shows or whatever it's like well why why do you need to play shows like what yeah. what deter what what's the big reason for you to play a show and like that's Edie doesn't want to just give you a show to play a show. He wants you to have the well, he wants you to have a good ass show. He wants you to have a show yeah. where people give a shit that you're playing and you have something yeah. to push, you know? Like he's trying to yeah. make it the best for you. And when when Radio yeah. Caroline scored our first uh our first Rum Runner show, we had just put out Take It All. And he just like tossed us on a bill. He was like, Hey, do you guys want to play the show with Hiroshima Hearts, Lad Classic? And I forget what the other band was. Uh, it might have been Bodhi Jar, I think. And uh, and we were like, hell yeah, that's amazing. And like, it was all from 
email or Facebook. And then I ran into him at Winks, and he just came up to me, right? And like you would just see him at shows or whatever. That's how I always saw him. And he would just he came right up to me at Winks, and he goes, "Hey, I'm uh, really excited about the show on on Friday at at Drum Runners." Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, "Like, oh my god, he cares. <laughs> he gives a shit." You know, and it's like that's when you yeah. kind of realize it's like he's just a regular guy. Like he's he's gonna come up to you and be like, "Hey, man, like, yeah, your band's great. Like, of course we're gonna yeah. put you on a show." You know, he's not. I, no one's out to get you in this in this scene. You know, we're we're all trying to work together. I had this like frustrating moment because uh, it wasn't Edie. It was like a it was re- revolving around him. It was it was mm-hmm. actually at a sneaker club show, and we were playing the Heart Attack Kids show the day after, and so oh, I went out with I went fucking somebody to get uh just to get air and then Edie came out to like smoke a cigarette or whatever and him and i started talking about the heart he was like you ready you stoked for tomorrow and we're like yeah and we're like shooting the shit about this show and i won't say who but like other people came out that i'm friends with and just like totally butted in and then wouldn't and then wouldn't like shut the fuck up (laughs) about nothing and i was just like cool like that's fucking awesome (laughs) so i was just like we were just having this like cool conversation where like i didn't need anything or whatever and like it was just a fun like talking about playing and then i was like awesome and people just came in like and i feel like that's a thing that happens with him a lot too is people feel the need to like people just come up and just hijack the conversation it's like yeah. They just they're like, and here's like, here's what we've been doing. Please give a shit. And it's like yeah. <laughs> no one gives a shit because all you're yeah. doing is just trying to plug your shit. I don't I, like yeah. have a conversation with me. Like that's what I'm trying yeah. to say here. Is I mean Dude, like if, whether it's whether it's Edie, whether it's the guy that books the horseshoe tavern, whether it's the guy that books fucking Yankee Stadium. It's like I'm not trying to do this whole fucking PR thing with you when I'm when I'm at the yeah. bar hanging out with my wife. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm yeah. trying to fucking exactly. chat with you. Let's talk about like yeah. fucking. He's a real person. He fucking has a life and fucking. He has a bunch of dogs. Talk about dogs with him. The guy's gonna care. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit like, about your fucking audacity recorded EP. No one cares. <laughs> and that's how you stand out too. Like everybody's that's, going up to him and being like, oh, "I play in a band that fucking you know we play we have guitars in the band." <laughs> like yeah, everybody yeah. does that, you know. Yeah, go up and don't you, talk bud. about music. That is how and see what happens. Being a regular person and going up and talking to him about his dogs. That is how. That is Be how real. we are. Where we are, like well, for that's sure. how I we mean, met. Like Valley, you, when, when you and I first met, it was like, "Hey, man, you're a great guitar player. Fucking want to exchange hair care tips." That's yeah. how our conversation started. <laughs> yeah, it did. I know, man. You know, I be think, real. Uh, Absolutely, Also, man. too, just to, like, just a quick on the topic of, like, selling tickets and stuff, be, if you're going to ask people if they want to buy oh, a ticket to your man. show, just oh, fucking don't lead into a conversation. Oh. Just fucking ask. Hey, what are you doing tomorrow night? What yeah, are you just, doing? Yeah. yeah. I don't like, even yeah. want that. Just say, Not hey, do you want to buy show. a ticket to my show? Yeah. yeah. Just just say, hey, yeah. do you want to buy a ticket to my show? And if you don't know well, me, like if you don't know someone that well, don't fucking message them. Yes. Just fucking make yes. the make the post on Instagram yeah. or they'll fucking see Facebook it. or whatever. They'll see they'll it. They'll see it. Mm-hmm. They will see it. And if they don't give a yeah. shit, they're not going to interact with it. And if they didn't interact with it, don't message them. Exactly. Don't do that. I found like, Fuck. cool, like what I, what I realized worked for that Heart Attack Kid show because I was like, man, we need to sell more tickets. And then I actually saw John's Instagram story and I was like, I have a funny idea. So I messaged John and I said like, hey man, like what's up? It's been a while. 
And then I went like dot, dot, dot. And I said, I do genuinely care about your well-being, but also the reason I'm <laughs> yeah. messaging you is because yeah. I want to sell. And yeah. I did that. And then yeah. I like, oh, and then I, I like copy that. pasted that to like every member of Sneaker Club. Cause I was, Dude, I was also like, the odds so are that funny. they're all like together right now. And then, yeah. so I sent it to we like were. Brian and Dan and Luke. And then like, I think Dan was like, like start, just started off laughing and was like dude like i know you just sent this thing to john and i was like i know you know that and that's why <laughs> oh i did my it, God, that's so it was and then like really and now funny. that's fun because now dan dan will message me like these like fucking long-winded stories about like when sneaker clubs playing shows to sell me a ticket and like that's hilarious we're also all friends but it's also that like be fucking just yourself or funny or whatever like yeah, does he, know, he doesn't does hurt he to do message that? people. Really? Talk to me like that. a real person. Yeah, he does. It's hilarious. Actually, I should find one. I'll find one and read it because it was the last one he sent me was fucking great. And then I felt bad because I was out of town that night and I couldn't even go. And I oh, was man. like, oh, dude, oh, like I don't no. even. I don't want to say no to this. Uh, it was just so funny. All right, so we okay, had we I'm, had a, a bit too much fun <laughs> on the conversation there. We had to cut it. <laughs> it was just it was just too juicy for everybody. It's too juicy. But, uh, it was too juicy, but I'm gonna I'm gonna change the topic because we're we're right around an hour or so on our chat. So uh, I want to talk about sneaker club and I want to talk about DIY family band man. So John, <laughs> yeah. John is a great guitar player and sneaker club's a great oh, band. Man, I really so appreciate what, uh, that. What do you guys? I mean, we've talked about this on a lot of the podcasts so far. Um, you know, everyone's kind of stagnant right now, and if you're sitting on stuff, then you're kind of in this position of advantage. For but sure. if you're if you if you don't have anything going on, you also kind of have this position of advantage where you can kind of come up with new stuff. Exactly. While you're while you're while you're on your break. So what's uh, what's Sneaker Club up to? What's going on? Um. So right now, uh, we're kind of sitting on some work that we have. Uh, we recently, a few months ago, started off uh, recording an EP. Uh, mm. so we, we really thought along long and hard about, you know, what songs we want to have on the EP. We wanted it to, we, we wanted it to tell a story and we, we really wanted it, uh, to, to be, be our best. And, uh, because, nice. and, and so we, we decided we didn't want to, you know, have this be a bedroom recorded thing. Uh, right. we, we got a, an awesome opportunity to go to uh, Noble street in Toronto and we recorded all our our bed tracks for our EP there, and uh, and then the next day uh, we stayed in an Airbnb, and then the next day went to uh, Hamilton, to uh, uh, to Catherine North, uh, to record all our uh, guitars. And uh, wow, we, so you went to multiple studios. For we this. went to a couple t- studios, yep, and uh, did did some overdubby like vocals and stuff uh, at our own home studios. Um, but yeah, we're really fortunate. Um, again, I got, I have to give a shout out to Brandon Edie for, uh, helping us out and giving us this relationship that we have with, um, with Valley and Rob specifically. Um, Rob's just, uh, we, we kind of, we thought about asking him if he wanted to be, if he wanted to help out on the EP, cause he, he'd been really interested in us and he, he always talks about us and he really enjoys, uh, hanging out with us and our band and everything we do. And nice. uh, he was over the moon actually that that uh, to be uh, helping on this project, and so having him there, like having a guy that's done it, and he's just re- he was just a pleasure to work with, like just a great guy with some great ideas, and he especially um, when we were recording, you know, it, it's a long day, 
Uh, Brian was really Brian. I think Brian had the flu when we uh, were at Noble Street the first day. That's topical. So and you he was playing. Watch out when you see yeah. you're sick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Um, he was playing drums. So that, that the first day we were doing drums, obviously, and then as it was getting to the end of the day, he was like fading, and you could see it. And so, but Rob kept the energy up. Rob was in in the control room dancing, like when Brian was giving it his all. Like he was really getting him back into it, and I think it really shows on the recording. Nice. Um, yeah, but he was That's just awesome. a great guy to have around, and um, when we were doing uh, guitars, because I think Dan. Dan kind of had a, a better relationship with him because he he had been doing most of the the talking between the band and him, right? And uh, but when it came to doing guitars, we went to Catherine North, and I'll give another shout out to uh, a buddy from school, Aiden Robson, who uh, he's actually working at Catherine North mm-hmm. now, and he got us that okay. opportunity there. Um, but he you was a another pleasure to work yeah. with. Um, and we just had all the, like, he was showing us around the studio, and I know the history of it. Like, uh, I know that Glory Sun's been there, Big Rec's been there. Like, all my, some of my favorite bands have been in that same room. And they it's have this cool room experience. just with amps, like, galore, like, vintage amps. And so when when it came to doing guitars, I was just giddy, right? Like, I went in there. There was, I think it was a 70... I want to say a 77 Marshall JMP Plexi, 100 watt, through a 412. And that was my my sound, when you hear it when, it when it comes out, my rhythm sound is that amp on 10. Everything is on 10. And you're just smiling ear to ear. With, a, with my Les Paul. Oh, with, absolutely. With my Les Paul cranked. And yeah. that experience for me... I'll never get that again. I mean, I'm sure I will get that again. But that, you that will. was I will. As soon yeah. as you come back I over will. to my house, I've got all that <laughs> shit here. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. But that was just it was so awesome, man. Just having that thing like dimed and seeing everybody's reaction. And Hell Rob, yeah. Rob was right in there on the floor like with the pedals like ch- changing knobs and he was really feeling mm. it, especially when it came to doing solos and overdubs that kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah. It, um, so I'm really excited. So what you're saying what you're saying is that you've got music on the way. We have music during on this the way. Quarantine. Nice. We, we do yeah. have music so on the way. Uh, we just you heard released it here, folks. We just released one of the singles that will be on the EP. Uh, Where we land. Uh, it's it's actually doing really well. Um, we're super stoked with that one. That one we we did at Emac with uh, with another shout out here, Matt Grady. Just beautiful man. No, none more to say there. <laughs> sure is beautiful man. Uh, such a such such a good time working with him in the studio, and uh, yeah, really stoked about that tune. Hell yeah! Um, All right, well, yeah. we're we're we're. I I hate to cut you off because I uh, I mean, well, we're gonna keep talking. We after all these podcasts, we wind up talking for another like two hours, and like an hour <laughs> beforehand, right? Oh yeah. So, but I mean, we're we're hovering quite a bit over an hour, and we we try to keep it kind of concise so i mean sure. i've given my video my video recommendation but i'd like to hear your uh audio recommendation and your video recommendation so some some albums or something like that Ooh. or some netflix recommendations from you well this is going to shock a lot of people i'm not really a big netflix guy um my mm, girlfriend complains cool. about it because i never want to watch movies or tv <laughs> 
Really? Uh, I, I yeah, like I all, all my buddies at my house got really into Ozark, and they were watching that. Like, we got all Ozark. The time. We've and we've I'm got in the my Ozark room. Recommendation so far. While this is going on, I'm in my room playing guitar. Because what else do I do? Right. Yeah. That's all I do. As I watch videos on gear and I play guitar, it's an addiction. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's a good addiction. Uh, what have you I can been, be addicted to worse. It's a good stuff. one to have. I oh, know of very, yeah. <laughs> very worse ones that you can have for sure. Um, I actually, I did recently watch a documentary on the Stones on Amazon Prime. I don't remember what it was called, but if you just look up the Rolling Stones, watch any of them. Actually, it was on Keith Richards specifically. Uh, under the influence, it wasn't that. I have seen really? that. Really? Yeah, that's an the, excellent movie. This one, he he's not really in it. it I mean, they kind of just talk about what he's done, and but man, that guy's a wizard. And I, I, another thing you should listen to is those old Stones records. Listen to uh, for sure. Uh, I can't even remember any of the names. Of Exile them right now. is a is yes. a crucial one. Oh, but I mean, man. if you, Exile I actually, I have. I have an original press of the the Rolling Stones greatest hits, nineteen sixty four to nineteen seventy. I'm pretty sure. Is that the is that the one with all their it's, heads on it? It's got all the good ones. I, yeah, it's got I, all the good ones. I and have that's that gonna too. be my recommendation at the very least. That's a I'd great say. album. <laughs> um, oh man, man! And I was just listening like the past couple of days. I've been listening to Frampton Comes Alive because that's just the greatest live yeah. album ever. Every record every record owner needs to have that. I think we were talking about that before yeah. the podcast. Every record um, owner. I've you, never listened everyone, to every song, but every I've never, needs I've it. listened to like maybe two songs off of that. I've, I I saw Frampton live, so I don't give a fuck. I've seen that's Frampton cool. come alive. That's really I don't need cool. to listen to it. <laughs> I've seen and, him come uh, alive. And but but every record owner needs to own a copy of Frampton Comes Alive. I have one. And I'm probably gonna gift it to my my roommate Bob because he's a a huge record aficionado. I don't think I and, actually uh, have it. I don't think I have Frampton. Well, you know what? Maybe you'll get it. I feel like you're gonna listen to it before. I hundred percent so. will. Oh man, yeah. I would appreciate it. Uh, uh, what else have been listening to? I I've been listening to BB King, a lot. Yes. yes um, yes. Oh, if you guy. listen to um, ah, oh, what is that? Live at the Regal. Listen to BB King live at yes. the Regal. That's the one that, that is, I own. That is unbelievable. Yeah. That is absolutely cha- life changing. Life changing. See, you know, Caleb, you could learn a thing or two from this young man. <laughs> Dude, I, know, honestly, I sound, I I sound like a 65 to... year old man, but I'm actually, <laughs> we I'm could talk about this. 21. We could talk about it after, but like, I do want to talk because I've been like playing like lots of Kiss stuff and I want to play yes. like more blues. Riff shit. So yeah, I, do wanna, I do want to pick your brain about that. As after. soon as this quarantine's um, done, I'm gonna teach you every blues like I know. Good. Okay. Good. <laughs> John <laughs> taught me some of them. I taught you a couple of them. I um, taught you the Stevie ones. Mm-hmm. Stevie Ray Vaughan, Texas Flood. Listen to that. Yeah. Tell my, me. Uh, all tell my me recommendations that you don't... are already out there. That, all of that... my recommendations yeah, okay. are done. So, Caleb, what are your recommendations for the evening? Okay, um, these fucking AirPod things are dying, so I'm gonna have to switch to to speak right here. But uh, <laughs> so don't no buy problem. AirPods. That's his recommendation. <laughs> that's, a, the, <laughs> that's not my recommendation though. Uh, so I didn't know what to recommend. Uh, so if this is a good kind of default recommendation because they're one of my favorite bands. Uh, they're like a kind of a local band. They're from Stratford, mm. and they're called Plants. And Hell if you yeah! Haven't ever seen oh Plants, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've seen us play in the last fucking two years you've probably fucking seen plants play because we played a lot of shows with them mm-hmm. yeah. uh 
they're the fucking best. You know, there was a thing when we were starting to play music where we were like, man, we just need to find like that band that's like our band. You know, that we yeah, can just be dude. fucking friends yeah, with. Absolutely. And we randomly got a show with them. It w- We didn't even set it up. And we were like, these guys fucking rip. And then we became friends with them. Uh, and I'm actually on their Spotify right now. And I think that they deleted their very first EP off of Spotify. Never do um, that, was by a, the way, people. It was a bit of a different sound. They were trying to do like a Linkin Park thing, which is not at all what they sound like. No, uh, they're very So stoner. from what I can tell. Yeah. They have an EP that they put out a couple years ago. Uh that's called what you forgot and it's fucking so good and it, li- it literally has one of like the coolest fucking like hard rock riffs ever in a song called impaler it like that song every piece of it rips uh and then they put out a live session in september uh it's four songs actually it's three songs and an interlude and even mm. the interlude rips like just the interlude is fucking awesome that's awesome so go listen to my boys and plants i don't feel like they get enough love and they're fucking so good and um yeah, I love those guys so much. So listen to the music. And it's like fucking eight songs you got to listen to with the two EPs. So it's not even that much. Yeah. It's like 30 it. minutes of music. I'm going to do it. But dude, that like that Impaler riff, man, it fucks so hard. Like there are fewer things that fuck harder than that riff. That's awesome. So, Hell yeah. So that's my recommendation. Yeah. Well, so I just want to say I, I only just looked. I've been keeping an eye on the time. Not that, I mean, I knew that this podcast was going to be a long one because I could talk with both of you guys for hours and hours. <laughs> I have. I feel the same. You know, man. I'll, yeah. I've actually robbed more whiskey from both of you than I have from my own father. So, um, but so I've been looking at the clock. We we're actually at, we're at a pretty long podcast here. I know Caleb has been uh, uh, trying to find his way to navigate towards this, but I'm going to say please like, subscribe, ring that bell, because Doer. this is a great podcast. And we're trying to get all those people to watch. So please subscribe, watch this, watch yeah. this podcast. Yee-yee. Please. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll fucking see you next time. Peace.